Welcome to the Hidden Acres Podcast, coming to you from Hidden Acres Christian Center in Dayton, Iowa. We're your hosts, Eric Smith and Taylor Muggy, and we're happy to bring you the session messages from our 2021 3CA Fall Fellowship. Oh, yeah. Our speaker this year was Brandon Robert Early. Oh. He is the pastor of Christian Life at Valley Church in Mm -hmm. West Des Moines. So today we are releasing all four of his messages. Mm -hmm. That's right. And this is message number four from Wednesday morning, October 20th. Enjoy. So... Uh, the place where we stayed was was a building a lot like the inn here. Like it was dorm style or hallway style. And there were like two bunk beds. So four people could be in each of the rooms all the way down the hallway. And so it was me, uh, Christopher, who was this kid who had been a part of our ministry, and, and CJ, who was brand new. And uh, you know this, but when you are the one who has all the responsibility, you are the first one up and you're the last one out. And I just said to these two boys, because Chris was, he was a great kid, and CJ he was slow, so what trouble was he going to get in? I just said, hey, you guys, when you go back to our room, lights out at 11. That's, that's when everybody's lights are. So I just need to trust you because I got things to do. You know, I got to set up, clean up, whatever. They're like, okay. And so I uh, do what youth pastors do on, you know, Friday nights, you know, trying to sort all the pictures and make sure the room is set up for the next day. And I didn't get back to our room until 1 a.m. And both of these knuckleheads were still awake. <laughs> And they were just sitting in their bunk beds. And I opened up the door, and I'm just like, what are you guys doing? I said, get to bed at 11. Sorry. <laughs> and I just flipped the light off. I said, go to bed. And CJ, he did. He was, it was immediate. He just, his head crashed onto the pillow. And then it was almost like he started hyperventilating. Like he sounded like Darth Vader. Like he was, he, I think he immediately fell asleep. <laughs> like I just need to sleep so uh, everybody's luggage was on or their two luggage were were on the bottom bunk with Christopher and the only bed open was the the bed underneath CJ and I was like okay whatever and I just kind of roll into bed and I just fall asleep like so immediate because I'm so tired and uh, I'm sleeping for probably about 30 minutes before I just uh, I'm startled just right in my face like his pillow kind of slid down the wall and hit me in the face. It just kind of, and I was like, what's going on? And I saw it was his pillow, and I just threw it to the other side of the room because I wasn't going to wake him up. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get some sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning into getting to sleep, and, and then he just starts breathing heavy again, and he's, he's, he's moving a lot. Like, he's rocking. Like, I don't know what the beds are like at camp here, but these were like steel frames, and they... Uh, they were they were steel springs underneath the beds, and I think the mattresses were also made out of steel. Like everything on this bed was steel, and he's just like, <laughs> and I just did what any loving youth pastor would do. I just started punching the bottom of his bed. Go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sleeping. He's sleeping. It's probably like 2:35 right now. You know. Uh, and and he wakes me up again, but I hear this time I hear this. And I'm just like, what, CJ? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm eating Skittles. <laughs> like it was just so a matter of fact. I'm eating Skittles. I said, CJ, why are you eating Skittles at 2:30? They're good. They taste good. Stop. Just stop. Okay. He went to sleep, and I went to sleep, 
And within about five minutes, I don't know, I thought it was hailing outside. Click, 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 Like, he didn't have like a, a, a fun size pack of Skittles or a regular size. He had the one pound bag of Skittles. And as, as he fell asleep, he must have just been holding on to the Skittles. Click, 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 click. I'm just like, I... I, this kid doesn't know Jesus, or I would help him meet him right now. Like, I, I'm just not, it's okay, we're, we're, I just, I just need some sleep, and I'm not administrative, so I'm already frustrated, I'm already at the end of my rope, I'm tired, I'm trying to be graceful, I, I, I just, I'm out, he's out, and I promise you, it was like 45 minutes later, at this point, like, we only have 90 minutes before we're waking up for the day. And just out of nowhere, <laughs> CJ had fallen out of the top bunk <laughs> onto the floor beside me. That made me happier than it should have. And I looked at CJ and I said, CJ, are you okay? <laughs> He's like, I think so. I said, do not get back in bed. I said, lay on the floor, your pillow's in the corner, and if you get hungry, taste the rainbow. Here's, here's, here's one thing that just stands out from that. As a, as, a, as a young youth pastor, as somebody who needed some rest, as somebody who was leading the trip, in that moment, in that very moment, that night, uh, the, the totality of the weekend, Jesus did not call me to be a youth pastor. He did not call me to go to camp this weekend to get any rest. I was called to be there to serve CJ. And there are times in our lives when we need to, to like amp up and work and, and crush it. And then there are other times when we need to, as we have been talking all of these sessions, to, to find that space, to find a healthy pace, and to rest like we need to rest. And we got to know when, when is it time to rest? When is it time to work really hard? I got a, I got a video here real quick. Um, can you, uh, can you play that first video for me? I'm a little heavier this time. This is a YouTube channel where they throw things in washing machines and dryers. <laughs> it's a brand new $1,200 washing machine.
Some of you get weird donations as camps, and now you know what to do with the, the dryer. Turning it into some kind of game. Here we go. Leash is going for a walk. <laughs> How many of that describes like any given week in your ministry? Like that's just you. Hold, pull out your. This is okay. When I bought, the, pull out your brick. Where's your brick? Grab your brick. Everybody should have gotten a brick. If not, there's a there's a, a table of bricks over there. When I bought these from Amazon, I thought they were gonna be a little bigger. So sorry. Uh, it, it does amaze me how many of you just immediately wanted to put this in your mouth. That, that tells me a lot more about you than does me. Um, I, I uh, right here, look at your notes. Uh, the first thing, the first thing on the second line where it says balance, you see that? Right under the word balance, you should just write does not exist. Balance does not exist. You know, I've spent a, a lot of years in ministry trying to, you know, learn. I just lost my brick. It's gone. It's so tiny. Amazon is the worst. Here we go. <laughs> they look so much bigger in the picture. It should have said, it should have said Pez size. You know, we're carrying bricks in all kinds of different aspects of our ministries and in our lives. And uh, one of the best pieces of advice that was ever given to me, I, I didn't understand it because I was like, there's got to be balance. But it was one of my professors who said, balance doesn't exist. Stop trying to find balance in your life. And uh, for me, as, as I've grown in ministry, as I have done uh, you know, life as a, as a pastor and as a, as a dad and husband, trying to really understand what does that mean? Because we all kind of want balance. We want things to go well over here and over here. But balance, it really, it really does not exist. Um, I, I, love, uh, I love this verse. It's, it's kind of, hey, real quick too, uh, can you put up the, the QR code? So I don't know if you want to grab that. I don't know if it, you don't have to. This is just a download of the sheet that is in front of you. If you if you want it, uh, I think I think you can just kind of snap snap that picture, and it will it will open up the document. And you can you can have it digitally if you want it. Um, Colossians three twenty three. Whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And uh, the more I think about that, like the, 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 the work in our lives, the, the things that we do, the ministry that, that we're privileged to do, the lives that we have, they don't have balance. And we exist to serve our Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, to love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, uh, to love our neighbor as ourselves. And when it comes to our work, I think what's most important is, is uh, 
understanding how to manage that instead of balance that. Um, here's, just, here's just three things. Uh, you guys, this is not earth-shattering or groundbreaking, but um, I've heard these things time and time again, countless times in the, the years I've been in ministry, to make sure that you have some daily downtime. Um, well, I'm just curious. Let me, let's just talk for a minute. Like, what, uh, what do you do for some daily downtime? What do you do to get away and find a little bit of sanity? Come on, speak to me. Take a walk with the dog. That's so good. I mean, it is. I love it. Um, we have a dog. I do it sometimes. I make my kids do it because they need, they need, they need some, some management. What, what else? What are you doing? Sit on your front porch. Absolutely. Take a nap. What else? Read a book. For sure. Here, here, here's a short list from me. Like, I just sit and listen to music. Uh, uh, I get into the Bible. Nobody said that. You ought to try it. Um, I, I, uh, I go on a walk, uh, sometimes with the dog. Every day, like I'm a little bit out of my routine because I've been, I've been traveling a lot, but uh, I go to the gym every morning, and I find that that just really prepares me for the day. It gets me centered. It, 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 uh, it helps launch my day. I have to do certain things every single day so that my time is not stolen from me. And then, and then I've got this weekly withdrawal. Um, what, do you do, what do you do weekly to, to catch your breath? Anybody? Anybody doing anything to escape? Yeah. Slow Saturday morning with breakfast. Slow Saturday morning with breakfast. I like that. I like that. What else? Sunday naps. What else? Say it again. Okay. Yeah, I my my oldest son like he he's like wake me up at one if I'm not awake. I'm like who does that? <laughs> he, how about this? Um, who who thinks who thinks murder is bad? Not all of you. That's interesting. All right. Who thinks who thinks adultery is bad? All right. Not everybody. <laughs> Taking a day off is so important that when God rolled out things that are important, he put, take a day off up there with, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not take my name in vain. Taking a day off is incredibly important. And we read in the Gospel of Matthew that even Jesus is just pulling, pulling the disciples out of the crowd saying, sometimes you just need rest. You know, and so Jesus is our source of spiritual rest. He is the embodiment of the Sabbath, but he also invites us to take breaks, and we need, we need to step out of the busyness. Um, annually away, and uh, I'm, this is an annual thing, right? It, it's so funny because so many of you have been like, oh, I'm so tired. This has been, this has been so good, but we've been busy. Uh, I, hope that, I hope that being here has filled up your cup. It has been encouraging, but... If you're here for business, this isn't necessarily, you know, your rest. Um, for me, you know, I take a vacation with the family. Um, for me, I love to go uh, visit other churches, um, I, conferences, kind of like this. Uh, I, I, love, I love meeting with somebody who is doing what I'm doing, but they are steps ahead of me so that I can 
learn how they got where they are so that I can be better where I am to get where I want to go. We've got to, we've got to focus on daily downtime, making sure we are withdrawing weekly and that we have some annual away time. We can't, we can't, we can't just run at a crazy pace all of our lives. I love this quote. Larry Osborne, he is a, a pastor at a large church in uh, Southern California. And uh, when he said this, it broke me a little bit. It's there on your sheet. Don't try to live up to your potential. Strive to live out your calling. <laughs> We've heard all of our lives, you have so much potential. And in fact, you know, some kids in our ministry, they hear it so much. They're just like, will you just stop telling me that? <laughs> and when he said that, I was like, okay, I need to hear more. And, and here's, here's Larry's story. Larry said, I was writing my second book. I was in my den, and I was on the computer, and I'm typing. And he said, at the time, my, my four-year-old or my five-year-old walked into my, my den as I'm writing and said, Daddy... When are you going to be done with that book? All you ever do is write. And he said, he said, that was not true. He said, I was very, very strategic. I was very intentional so that I did not steal time from my family. He said, but that's what my kids saw. And at that moment, he decided to not write another book until all of his kids graduated high school. He, he put pause on writing for 17 years. And by the way, this guy, he's a, he's a brilliant mind. Uh, he is so smart, and he has helped the church tremendously through his writing. And he said, if I wanted to live up to my potential, I would have written dozens of books in the past 17 years. But I chose my family instead of my potential. I think that's rich. And while there's not balance in life, um, here, here's, here's some framework for uh, something that, that I have shifted. Uh, this, is, this has been something that's been successful for me and maybe, maybe helpful for some of you to hear this. L look at Rick Warren's quote there. He says, don't think time management, think energy management. I love that. I love it. Like, when, when we're thinking time management, we, we have such a, a, a huge potential to slip into to balance. How do I balance this? How do, I, how do I get what I need, when I need, where I need to go? He said, time management, if you're really trying to fill up your tank, think less time management, think more energy management. And, and if, you, if you really think about it, like, we practice it in so many areas of our lives, right? So... Um, uh, I fill up my car with gas. It takes me about four minutes. But I can, I, can drive, I can drive on that tank for, you know, several hundred miles. There's no balance, you know. It's not like I fill up the tank for two hours and then drive for two hours. Like, it's energy management. Um, think about my, my cell phone, you know. I mean, we've got cell phones now that charge 80% in, you know, 30 minutes. I mean, there's no balance there. That's, that's all energy management. Think about the creation of the world. Each and every day, God created, he created, he created. At the end of each day, he said, this is good, this is good. And then when he created man and female, he said, this is very good. And then he rested. 
He didn't create for three and a half days and rest for three and a half days. It's not about balance. It's about energy management. And when you hear that, I really need you to hear. I don't know how you're hearing it. It's not hocus pocus. Oh, find yourself one with the energy. I'm talking about what is going to fill up your cup so that you can go for the rest of the day. Some of you already did it. You know, I, I needed a minute. Today, I needed a minute. And I grabbed a cup of coffee, and I'm out here with the creation of the world. It was, it was a gift to just sit and do nothing. And, and that filled up my tank. It gave, I mean, a little, don't get me wrong, a little bit of that was the caffeine in the cup. But, but it was nice to just slow down and to, to gear up for the day. Here, here's some energy management habits that I think are, are really good. Um, for me, uh, right beside that Rick Warren quote, there's, there's uh, three plain boxes. And I don't know what you want to call, call the first box. Uh, you know, it is, it is what fills your cup. So, for example, I, I heard at a, at a pastor's conference, I heard somebody say this. If you're working with your mind all day, chances are you're going to be energized working with your hands. And if you're working with your hands all day, when you get home from work, you're going to probably want to read a book. You're not going to want to recharge the same way that you work all day. And so as a pastor, as I'm sitting meeting with people, as I'm, as I'm trying to troubleshoot organizational problems or prep messages, when I come home, like, I'm not a painter, but some of you, you've never understood why you love painting. It's because it's an outlet that refreshes you the opposite of the way that you have just been working all day. For me, it is woodworking. I am not good, but I have, I have so many tools, and there's just something empowering about drilling a hole in something. <laughs> it's a, I, I have, I have, an, I have an, uh, an electric uh, air hammer, and and I just built something the other day. I didn't need it, but I needed, I needed to take a break, you know. And so I built a, I built a planter for our backyard. And uh, I saw everything on YouTube, and my wife thinks I'm a hero. And it's, it is pretty good, but it's not, I wouldn't sell it, you know. <laughs> uh, gardening. Some of you love to garden. It is working with your hands. It is out, you know, kind of by yourself. You're just recharging. You're energizing. You're you're, maybe some of you go to that secret place outside with, uh, with no cell coverage, no Wi-Fi. You just need to get on that walk. Some of you work with your hands all day, and you're going to come home, you're going to recharge by, by reading a book. You know, you're going to recharge by having conversations with people or quality time with a friend or a spouse. Um, that's, that's energy management, finding out what fills your cup. And chances are it's probably going to be a little different than what you do all day. And then there's this other box. This box, I probably would, would title it uh, Addictions, that where it says Netflix. Um, there's nothing wrong with, you know, sitting down and watching a show, but if we're binging to escape, that's trouble. If we're playing video games all day because it, it keeps my mind from thinking about something else, if, if you are uh, on Amazon all the time you are just all about prime and you just shop 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 is is that a moment of refreshment or is that a moment of escape because it's really if we're if we're doing these things out of addiction or out of escape it's no different than alcohol drugs or or anything else that's stealing our time from what matters most and then this final box it is it's just a a challenge to to think through how hard you work 
You know, I've got, I've got teammates, I have to remind them all the time, uh, don't justify lazy as deserved rest. Um, I won't mention names, and you might not even know them, but I, I've received texts from half of my team this morning. They're like, hey, I'm going to work from home today. Uh, I'll be in at noon. And I'm just like, what, what can you do at home? What are you going to, like, I know what your schedule is. You're, you're texting me from bed. <laughs> like, I need to, I don't want, uh, I, do we work off-site? Absolutely. But I don't want my teams, and we shouldn't abuse some of our privileges because we're just kind of like, oh, I work really hard, and I deserve this. Don't justify cheating your time, you know. Uh, the, by the way, these are all things that I have done in my life and in my ministry as I have seen myself as the hardest worker. You know, I remember being a young youth pastor. I'm like, nobody's ministry is as strong as mine, is as good as mine. Nobody's paying me as much as these people who aren't working as hard as me. So I guess I'm going to have to maybe go find my own perks. And so maybe I'll stroll in late. Maybe, maybe you know, I'll leave early. Maybe I'll figure out how to take a day off, and it's, uh, it's a leadership retreat day. And, you know, that's a problem with me in my heart. And then there's also the people uh, who, who love to make rest an idol. Um, everything is so overwhelming. Everything is too busy. Everything is out of, out of bounds. Everything is just, just, life is just too much. And I just want to encourage my teams to have good work ethic, to, to manage their energy and to not feel like they're cheated all the time or to not feel like we, we are owed something. Um, that's actually it. You know, these things have been wildly uh, important to my personal leadership health. The fact that I would focus on daily downtime, weekly withdrawing, annual away time, and to understand that I, I can't find balance in my life, that, that I'm trying to manage my energy. I need to fill up my cup so that I can continue to move and lead well. And uh, it, it's, been, it's been fantastic to discover some of the things that, that recharge me and, and fill me up. So with that said, uh, I want to tell you about those QR codes on the bottom of, of the sheet. Um, one of the things that I have the privilege of doing is I get to speak at, at conferences around the country, youth ministry conferences, on using technology in ministry. And, and I just thought, you know, if I was going back into a ministry setting, what are some things that, that I would like? So maybe these, are, maybe these are something that would be helpful for you as you go back to camps and ministries and even churches. Uh, my favorite youth ministry mixer, um, that's a... That's a little bit of self-promotion. It's a, it's, a, it's a game that I created. It's a mixer, and it, it is the best group interactive mixer uh, I have ever played. Everybody in the room gets together. It's not threatening. It's based on conversation, and it's, it's plug and play. Uh, you might want to just check that out. It's really cool. If you guys are using graphics for ministry, uh, that second QR code will send you to a link that just has a bunch of churches that are giving stuff away for free. Um, my favorite TikTok video... Uh, we talked about this earlier. Uh, I was at uh, Hidden Acres speaking this, this past summer, and uh, I was in the middle of posting. I, just, I, did, I did a challenge. I gave myself a challenge to post on TikTok every day for 90 days. And uh, a video of me, the, the, the highest viewed video of me was, was peeling an egg, which is not, that's like, what does the internet want? It wants more egg peeling, and that's what the people wanted. But the highest watched video on my TikTok is a, 
is a video of my son here at camp, and it's got 4.5 million views. Here, but can you can you hit play on this? Is this my son? Into the thick of it. This is some lucky girl's future it. husband. Into the thick of it. Oh. That's it. That's what the internet wants. <laughs> so if you just want to laugh, there's a there's a link there. Um, I use. I, <laughs> I use a, a cloud storage uh, called pCloud. Um, it, uh, you can, it's a lifetime subscription. You know, I don't know if you guys are using, you know, Dropbox or Google Drive. Um, pCloud is a, a service that I use. It's, um, I, I don't know, remember what the price was, but it's one price for life. So I have access to two terabytes of data on my phone, like they're out in the cloud, two, two terabytes. So. Wherever I go, whenever I travel, if I need to grab documents and stuff, if you're using that, that's a nice little link. And then on the, the very, very final uh, QR code is, um, it's a, a six-part class about programming. You know, what happens in the room that I think would be wildly practical for camp ministry, what happens in sessions as well as churches for sure. So uh, I hope that in, in some way, shape, or form, out of these four sessions, you have been able to grab some nuggets. You've been able to grab something that's encouraging, sharpening, uh, or practical as you go home. Let me, uh, let me pray for us. God, thanks so much for uh, your ministry to us and how you continue to guide us and guard us, that you continue to uh, sharpen us and make us uh, more like Jesus. God, thanks for... Um, just the privilege of getting together to worship you and to grow as followers of Christ. We pray this in Christ's name. And all God's people agreed and said,